The Power Pod is an exclusive Cox Media Group production. The Power Pod is a weekly recap show where Jared Yamamoto, Randy O, Nicole Bennett, and Christina Aikland cover the current events of the week. It's a show where they're not afraid to get serious, but they're not afraid to have a little fun as well. Oh my goodness, is that the music that I am hearing right there? Yes, my goodness, it is a special edition of the Power Pod Sports Pod on the radio right now. But don't you worry, we have a lot of the normal players that you hear on the Power Pod. Uh, Nicole Bennett, say hi to everybody right there. Hi, everybody. See, look at that. She follows directions perfectly. And also, you know from the radio <laughs> show too, Mike B. How are you doing over there, man? I am stupendous on this Sunday morning. Are you excited? This is a first <laughs> right here. This is a Power Pod Sports Pod takeover of the normal Power Pod radio show, at least, for, at least for this hour now. So they let us in. It's about time. I, I am I am so stoked that we get a chance to do this today. I feel like uh, I need to get to the nuts and bolts of why we're doing that here in just a minute. But first, you know, there are a couple of players, obviously people that love Randio and Tina. Don't you worry. They're going to be coming on in the next hour. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nicole has locked the door, though, so that way they cannot get in at the moment. Right. they got to get be- breakfast. Because, again, this yeah, make them go get We're going to treat them with the uh, the intern treatment that's, that's going right. on now. They are going to make <laughs> that, sure. Because they're not professional like we are. That we get breakfast <laughs> this morning uh, and make sure that we are taken care of. Uh, some of the PowerPod sports players that you may not have heard uh, before, unless you've, of course, downloaded as a podcast. We've been going through the entire college football season, covering the dogs all the way through. Uh, Dan Z over there. Dan Z's our Big Ten correspondent, Ohio State grad. Uh, Dan, how does it feel to be on the WGAU radio waves, man? I feel so honored to yeah. be finally on the show. Yeah, I'm, look at that, man. Yeah, I'm excited. You've had <laughs> now you've had a couple of appearances here I and did. there, the but Braves, yeah. But to, to be fair, though, you know this is the first time that you you know you're opening the gate right now for the show. There's a lot of pressure on you right now. Are you ready a for lot this? Of pressure. I'm I'm ready ready to handle it for the Big Ten. Yeah. I, I hope so. I hope that you are ready to handle it for the Big Ten. And also, from our traffic department at WSB in Atlanta, Alex Williams, an avid uh, sports fan, huge Alabama grad, or a huge Alabama fan, I should say. But you, uh, obviously, you're coming in here. I see you rocking that Alabama hat here in Athens. <laughs> mm, and yeah. uh, you need to be mm. careful with that thing. Yeah, be... I think I might have a target on my back right now. Uh, but it's uh, it's going to be on in Athens this Sunday morning. I am amazed mm-hmm. they let I'm gonna you. I'm going to put his Twitter out in a little bit. Alex Williams, <laughs> WSB, for all the hate mail. That's how you get them. You really, <laughs> already. You really should put it out there because the fact that they let you in the building with that with hat, that, on, hat. that gross maroon hat on, now is just disgusting. To I me. Uh, tucked it under my jacket until I got inside. So okay, oh, okay, that's how you pulled it off. You know, now, <laughs> sick of it. Now it all makes sense. Now why everything's uh, going the way it's going. So what I figure we would do here, guys, and the reason why the Power Pod Sports Pod is dang, doing a takeover of the Power Pod is. You know, last week, we didn't exactly know if Georgia was going to make the playoffs. I feel like it ended up being a kind of a bittersweet week, and obviously Alabama ended up beating Georgia on Saturday. I just did not want to talk about it, and uh, it was, you know, it was I was concerned that they may not make the college football playoff. Obviously, they got in as the three seed. They'll be, be taking on Michigan and uh, on December 31st, so I wanted this show to just kind of be a complete takeover where we, you know, break down the nuts and bolts of what happened, plus there were some other exciting games that probably allowed Georgia to get into the playoff too. So Nicole Bennett, I think uh are you are you ready for oh, this? Gosh. You're you're a proud UGA alum. It was a tough yeah. weekend to handle and I know that uh I know that you've had a week to to you know take in the good news. So bad news obviously losing to Bama, but the good news making the college football playoff last week. I mean, are you feeling a little bit better after last weekend? 
Well, I have to stay optimistic, but I'm still mad. I am still so mad because I, I mean, you want to talk about some of the takeaways, obviously putting salt on my own wound. Bryce Young had a Heisman moment, if not. Oh, for sure. I mean, it was incredible. Our defense totally exposed. I don't know what happened. Kirby's Saban hex continues. But that all aside, they were talking about this during the playoff selection show, and they said it's almost like maybe Georgia thought we can lose and we'll still make it to the playoffs. That's speculation. If that's the case, though, I'm going to say it now. We don't deserve to be in the playoffs. Whoa. We shouldn't have played like that. Whoa. I'm mad. I, but again, that's Nicole, this is not just the podcast. You realize you are on the air in Athens, Georgia wow. right now. You are saying words Nicole. like people are going to come after you as Look a UJ alum. Look, Look out me, that window. They coming. Yeah, seriously, let me they- back it up. I love my Bulldogs. <laughs> I want us in the playoffs. I think that we're going to prove them wrong. I'm still optimistic. But this is what we open ourselves up for is everybody who says the SEC East is easier than the West and we're never going to be able to beat Bama. You have to beat number one if you want to be number one. And we had our chance and I'm just still clearly very upset about it. But I'm hopeful. Okay. And I still love my Bulldogs and I want us, I, as much as my family hates it, they're all from Michigan. I want us to beat Michigan, make it to the national championship. Maybe we'll get a shot against Bama again. Have Who you knows? decided whether or not you're going to make the uh, December 31st trip down to the Orange Bowl or not? Are you going to do it? I I don't know. We haven't decided yet. It would be amazing, <laughs> though. I think you should. Amazing. I think I, this is, uh, I'm not going to say once in a lifetime because obviously Georgia was in it, you know, several years ago, but it, it takes, I mean, it, if you're if you're an Alabama fan, you're spoiled, right? You get it all the time. You're used to going to these playoffs. For Georgia fans, you know it happens every five years or so. So this is a this is a pretty cool opportunity. I think you being the UGA alum definitely have no excuse to miss this type of game. I mean, aside from all this, it's been an incredible season, and I really, despite what I just said, because again, I'm just the hype. You know, it's just speculation and hype. I am so proud of them. I really am. It was just this one game that honestly meant more. I think maybe to the fans and it did the team overall knowing that they'd still be in the playoffs I don't know but I know how much the fans want it I just want them the team to want it I was concerned that the score was going to be too high for Georgia to actually make the playoff now Mike B you know we know we're the most original sports show in the history of sports shows uh, or uh, excuse me sports podcast rather we uh, we have a pick segment that we usually do on our podcast and Mike B you pick the dogs you've been riding with them all year I admittedly of course you know ride with the dogs all the way I thought that this is the best dogs team I've ever seen uh how are you thinking after you know taking a week to process the information right obviously when we were on the last when we were on last weekend we were fresh off the loss and we we're like uh-uh, we're not going to talk about it college football announcement comes or the college football playoff announcement comes at comes down Georgia gets the three seed they're in I mean are you feeling a little more optimistic about the dogs going into the orange bowl uh I I'm think they can handle Michigan without a problem uh with the game last week it was a disappointment but I wasn't shocked. I was not shocked at all from just knowing Coach Smart and how he was going to kind of play that. Okay, all right. Yeah. Not shocked at all. All not right. Shocked at okay, all. Okay, all right. Hey, you know, the picks say otherwise. You know, we have a uh, selection Sally in. on the show there. Sorry, Sally. I stepped on you there. The pick is in. And, you know, we don't give Sally enough love on this show. So basically, anytime that anybody makes a pick on the, on this show, we, you know, we, we, make, uh, we make sure that the pick is in. That it's identified there. 
And uh, before we get to your pick, Alex Williams, because I know that you obviously you you're you're I see you're ready to just flaunt it, rubbing my face. <laughs> and Bama one, Bama one. I see you over there wanting to go. I see you, Dan. You picked Bama last week. Bama one, Bama one. I see you guys. Don't worry, we're gonna get to your points here. I just want to say something since we don't have any picks this week. Um, you know, we don't we don't give Sally enough uh, enough play here on this show. You know what it is? Uh, we we. We like to fa- we favor Nicole as the favorite woman on this show, and I and I think that's wrong. There might Whoa. be don't you think it's a little wrong that we favor Nicole? I mean, you know, we don't we don't even let her say hi. I mean, so Sally, why don't you say hi for once? Hello, I'm Selection Sally. See, thank you, Sally. You know what? She, hey, she says she says more. That's my ex. That's my ex. Yeah, you got you guys have a history. 2020. When yeah. the PowerPod Sports Pod first started up, I mean, Mike B was you know his single, and Sally, you know, there's a reason why she came to the studio, and you know, Nicole for some reason immediately didn't like her. I'm like, she gets along with Randy O and Tina from the main show just fine, but then for some reason, when it comes to Sally, she just can't stand her at all. So you know what? I'm going to give Sally something that you'll never get here, Nicole. <laughs> Sally is going to uh, is going to name today's show today. You know what? Sally, oh, you go great. ahead. What What's the name of today's show? It's the Power Pod Sports Pod Championship Recap Show. Oh, how does that make you feel there, Nicole? How does that Good make you feel? Good job, Sally. That was incredible. Way <laughs> to name it. I really <laughs> name that episode. <laughs> I really hate Nicole Bennett. Wow. 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 See? Wow. <laughs> no. Sally. <laughs> she went a little off script there on yeah. that one. I, I wonder why. I wonder why she hates you so much. What girl hangs out with so many dudes? <laughs> wow. 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 Sally, is, Sally is ruthless there, Nicole. So I, I thought it was just a one-way type of hate thing that was going on here on the Power Pod Sports Pod. But obviously... Uh, Selection Sally has some issues going on, but I mean, I, I don't think she's done with her opinions uh, on the show. Dan Z, he picked Ohio State. Gross. Whoa! Oh! Wow. Selection Sally. I, I, see, this is the most that we've allowed Selection. Wow. She is on it. Wow. Seriously, she really is, but uh, I think she's got more. Mike B is my favorite. What the heck? Hey. Okay. Oh, Just wow. pick it up. The selection is over. I've moved on. I, I got a new boo. Well, I, I, I some <laughs> things are fixed. <laughs> picks are fixed. Uh, oh, I think so, too. Yes, I, you yes. know, you know it's Sally. She's, she's jealous of Nicole. Nicole hey, is number two. Yeah. That's exactly that's what right. it is. The pick is See, in. knew it, Sally. I knew that that's what you were doing there. So, selection, Sally. You know, obviously, uh, Nicole. Are you going to ever mend these uh, these broken ties Gosh. that you have with her? I thought maybe, but after hearing all that, I don't know. I mean, we can agree on Ohio State for sure, but um, other than that, I think it's just going to take time. Jordan. I really hate Nicole time. Bennett. Whoa. Wow. Okay. Yeah, so, you know what, Sally? You know what, Michael? Yeah, yeah. Why don't you relax over there? <laughs> you know, don't uh, don't go after everybody on the show. I, I get she's 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 just mad that the dogs lost, and I'm trying to avoid the inevitable by hearing from the two fellas that picked Alabama in that uh-huh. game. Ugh, I I, I I don't even want to hear the perspectives right now. So you know what, uh, Alex Williams, since you are the ultimate fan of Alabama, uh, go on and explain really quickly why Alabama beat Georgia in that game. Uh, I'll tell you one thing: you can't ever count them out. I said it last week. I listened to uh, all the dog talk, and that's fine. Um, I don't think – I know Nicole said maybe they were comfortable with just making the playoffs. I don't think that's how Kirby works. He wants to win no matter what. That's true. Um, I, that's I think true. they – just like Nicole said, though, they got exposed. Uh, Alabama knew how to pick on their weaknesses, and they were able to do so. And I will say 
that was the best Alabama's offensive line has looked. It was like a different offensive line. It really did look completely different. different. And I had yeah. and I had a bit of drunk goggles on with Dan Z uh, having having a good time out of the <laughs> bars much there. Of the second half. But yeah, yeah. yeah second half. <laughs> second half was definitely a bit of a blur for yeah. sure. Uh, Dan, you, you you went with your gut. Yeah, I actually had a chance to look at your paperwork ahead of time, and you had Georgia circled in that game. And now, I mean, you just came in the studio. You know, you're just like, oh, you know, you you were making quite. Some serious claims about the dogs uh, off air that I may may expose you about here in a minute. But uh, what what was your takeaway watching that game again? Obviously, you know both teams are in the are, are in the playoff now. They, they they more likely than not will have another shot at each other. Mm-hmm. But Georgia did not look good in, in parts of that game. No, I like I said on the pod last week, um, like looking at the stats, Georgia should have won that game. But something in my gut just said like Kirby can't get over the hump with Saban, and it's just Saban in the SEC championship. It's just a different beast. Like, and it it showed uh, Georgia was up ten nothing, and they didn't make adjustments, and that Georgia just didn't make adjustments back, and it, like, none at all. And the speed showed that on the especially the wide receivers that first play out of the second half, missed coverage and burn them deep for like a fifty five yard touchdown. It was just that speed showed, and uh, like I, Nicole said, he's still uh, young, uh, solidified the Heisman. On that Absolutely, he, he totally. Sure. He's had an SEC record. Yep. I, I was yeah. uh, saying we were doing dogs pregame coverage on our sister station ninety five point mm-hmm. five in Atlanta, and I said, I said, hey, you know what? Uh, I think that Jordan Davis has a real opportunity to at least be in the conversation for Heisman. And of course, the, the defense just completely coughed it up, yeah. looked terrible in that game. Stetson didn't play well, which now we have to jump into the quarterback talk because I mean, I, I think. I mean, it's it's an honest conversation for any dogs fan out there like that, including myself. Right. We have to honestly look at everything now going into the playoffs because it's different. It's a different game, and if anybody is taking Michigan for granted right now, you're completely wrong. That is a great football oh. team that has gotten yeah. better as the as the year has gone on. So I'll start with you, Alex Williams, on this one. What do you think Georgia needs to do at the quarterback position, and uh, what do they need to improve on going into the uh, going into the Orange Bowl? I, I don't know if the solution is switching the quarterback. I, I know a, a lot of people said that during the game, after the game. I don't know if that's the solution. Um, I think that uh, Stetson was put under more pressure than he's faced all season, and he was not comfortable handling the pressure that he got put underneath. Um, he, he panicked. He made some poor decisions. He I don't think he was, he was reading downfield as much as he should have been. Um, I think it's a learning experience, and and people said this about Alabama after we lost to Texas A&M, and I'll say it about Georgia right now. I think it was a kick in the pants. Maybe they needed it, and you might have woken up a beast. Uh, uh, Hopefully. A lot of times you can learn a lot from a loss there. I mean, Mike B., I see you uh, over there rolling through your stats. What do you think over there? What does uh, Georgia need to work on the most going into this uh, Michigan game in the Orange Bowl? Uh, Just get your mindset back. You you yes. have the talent. Just just get your mindset back. And at the end of the day, you you can't go back to last week. So get your mindset ready because, like you said, Michigan Michigan not a pushover. No, no, not at all. They've got probably arguably the first round draft pick coming up Absolutely. on their defense, and they have gotten better as the year has gone on. I did not expect the Big Ten championship to go the way it did. I totally thought that Iowa had a chance in that game. I did pick Michigan. To win that game, I think everybody on the Let's show. Let's not talk about those picks. Picked out. Oh, oh no, 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 no. <laughs> don't, don't, don't you worry. We're, we will have a complete pick recap because anybody that listens to the Power Pod Sports Pod podcast knows that we like to humiliate those that got their picks wrong. Primarily, me. Everybody likes to uh, to enjoy the terrible year that I'm having with no. the picks now. So we will we will definitely go through uh, all of those picks there. But I thought for sure that that would be a close game, and it wasn't. I mean, Michigan not won. Even. Michigan won in a blowout. Forty-two to three. Right. Exactly. I mean. it, it, w- it wasn't even close. So 
Nicole, with you obviously having the split ties here, family went to Michigan, you went to UGA, you're looking at the Orange Bowl, you're still on the fence about going, which I do not get. I would be like, uh, I'm in. I want, <laughs> what, what do I pay? I'm, I'm, I'm going to make it happen. Uh, what, what do you think that Georgia needs to do to get ready for this game? Well, I agree. I'm hoping it was a yeah, the punch in the face that we needed. If we got maybe a little too comfortable, and to clarify, I don't. I agree about Kirby. I don't think he coaches that way in the comfortable sector. I think he wants to win, and so I hope that this was a huge wake up call, to say the least. And I think you know Michigan's a ground and pound of team. If we just are effective with the run game, I mean our defense just has to step it up. They almost looked tired against Bama. A couple of times I saw Jordan Davis. It just didn't look characteristic of them from the rest of the season. So again, hopefully we were exposed, but awaken the beast. And I said it earlier this season, Saban, it doesn't feel like was going to let another Texas A&M loss happen again. I mean, I think it it woke them up, Bama, and I hope it does the same for Georgia. I sure hope. I think it will. I sure hope it does too, because I mean, there's you know, again, they're in all likelihood, and Cincinnati's no slouch either. You know, they're they're playing Alabama. Everyone, I think the opening mark on that one, Dan, was 13 and a half the spread, right, for Alabama. No love to the to the Bearcats. The Bearcats have had a great season. I would love nothing more than to see the Bearcats uh go in there and beat Alabama. Same. But what do you think uh what do you think Georgia needs to do to get ready for Michigan? You you watch the Big Ten a lot more than everybody else. You're our Big Ten correspondent. You went to Ohio State, you see Michigan a lot. I do feel bad about the game that happened because that was a uh, really just a special game for Michigan that happened earlier this year. But I do, do feel bad for all the Ohio State grads. I didn't want anybody to lose that game. It was so much fun to watch. Um, but what do you think that Georgia needs to do to get ready for a big contender in Michigan? So Michigan was unranked to start the season. The fact mm. that they're here at number two in the playoffs. First team ever first team to ever. start the yeah. season unranked and, and make, make the, play- the playoffs. Yeah. So they are kind of like a team of destiny this year. I mean, last year we're talking about firing Harbaugh, and now they're in the playoffs. So yeah. I mean, they're having a great year. And uh, the Hutchinson guy is the guy; he's at the Heisman, uh, yes, uh, on Saturday, or he'll be there in New York. And um, he's really, really good. So, and they have another defensive end who's really, really good too. So their defensive line is like is top notch. So it'll be interesting to see if Stetson goes. They're going to get pressure on him, and if they get behind and they have to rely on Stetson, that could be worrisome. But they do play a similar style of game. They're both run heavy and. Michigan more so. They have the two running backs, and they just like to run the ball. So if you're able to stop the run and put it on, uh, is it McNamara, the quarterback? He's not very good. I mean, he's, he's above average, but um, then you can get the pressure on the quarterback and I think cause some turnovers. So I think it's stop run first, and then I think – and I just think they're the same type of team, but Georgia's a better team of that type. I just hope that – you said on previous shows yeah. that they're kind of mirror images of mm-hmm. each other, which is so true. And I do think that Georgia, I mean, uh, Mike B hit, hit it best last week when he said that uh, you've got corn-fed versus uh, cornbread. Is that That's what you right. said? Yeah, That's so, right. Which I I love that analogy better than anything. But again... Georgia exposed themselves. Like, if there's anybody looking at tape at Georgia, people were like, oh, my gosh, that's the, that's the Titan. Nobody can beat them this year. Now, with them getting really beaten by Alabama, they are completely exposed here. So the other Titan. That's exactly what it was. The other Titan beat the Titan. Do we do we think, do you think, might be honestly, that we are setting ourselves up for another Georgia-Alabama national title game? Do you think that's what's happening? Of course. The money's involved. Oh, Absolutely. Oh, the money's wow. involved. Wow. Absolutely. He said what he said. I said what I said. Okay. Absolutely. I, hey, you know, those Michigan fans, you know, they pay good money, too. You know, they're they're, they're, a, they're a big university. Hey, the only, Blue. The only t- hey, Blue. Y'all are right. There's a reason hey, why Blue. they didn't make they didn't put Georgia at four. They don't want the rematch in the first round. They want that money. Come on. Yeah. Oh, I know. I, 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 I 
I feel bad for Cincinnati. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, the I really love uh, the college football uh, playoff committee chair. Yeah. Uh, how he came on, he's like that decision was not impacted at, or was not uh, was not taken okay, into consideration yeah. at all to have uh, Georgia and Alabama play in the first round of the playoffs. And I'm like, get out of here. There's absolutely no way that you didn't think about that one bit of that that thought never crossed your mind never you're so full of it and i <laughs> oh it just makes me mad but again a positive thing to take away one thing that we have learned from the last time we were on the air last week is that georgia is in the playoffs i know well i don't want to seem like a negative nancy about things but georgia is in the playoffs and yes. alex, so. and alex williams your freaking tide is in the is in the playoffs as well too so they are there are a lot of things to talk about going into this I'm just I'm just curious because you know there were other conference games that happened that really impacted how the playoffs uh, ended up lining up. In case you're you're not sure how they lined up again, you've got Alabama as the number one seed, you've got Michigan as the number two seed, Georgia number three, and Cincinnati as the four seed. Honestly, though, if Oklahoma State had beat Baylor in the uh, the Big Twelve championship game, I mean, talk about chaos. That that would have been less than a yard. Uh, yeah, yeah, that that How'd game. How did I not get in? Golly. I, that game was absolutely mm-hmm. epic, and I just want to get y'all's take on it because we, we we did a complete recap or a preview show on that, and we where we talked about it. Might be uh, that was honestly my favorite game last week was the uh, the Baylor Oklahoma State game. But uh, what what were your takeaways from that one? Uh, it wasn't my favorite because I really wanted Oklahoma State to win. But I mean, we talked about Baylor early in the season with the uh, game that we discussed on the uh, podcast version of this. I mean, Baylor's ranked for a reason. They're ranked for a reason, and they they show why they played and showed why uh, of the week. So they have been completely unstoppable. Absolutely. When we come back, we have even more Power Pod Sports Pod. It's the Sports Pod Takeover yeah. of the Power Pod. Y'all go get that breakfast when we return. Mike B, you didn't tell me I was going so long there in that first time. I got passionate. I'm really, I'm, I'm really just you know shaking my fist for the dogs. I want them to win so bad. I'm yeah. just so frustrated talking about this. So you know what I'm gonna do is we're gonna get some news and weather here on WGAU. I'm gonna go get some water, cool off. Am I getting red, Mike B? You know I get red during the bit, winter. It's a little okay, hot it's in just a little hot. Okay, so I, I need to cool off a little bit. Nicole, you go get some water too. We'll all okay, relax. Selection yeah. Sally needs to cool off. Everybody needs to cool <laughs> off a little bit. And when we come back here on the Power Pod Sports Pod Takeover. We'll break down all the picks. 98.7 FM and AM 1340 WGAU. You're listening to the Power Pod. That's right. You're listening to the number one Sunday talk show in all of Athens, Georgia. It's the Power Pod. Although, uh, Selection Sally, you know, we're uh, we're having a takeover going on today. It's the Power Pod Sports Pod Championship Recap Show. Yes, it is. The Power Pod Sports Pod has taken over. We've got Nicole Bennett. We've got Mike B., the normal players That's from right. the Power Pod. They're, hey, they're the familiar voices. You guys are the voices of reason yeah. to everybody here on WGAU. But don't worry, though. You know, I, Alex Williams, uh, Dan Z, I see you guys are getting you know what? Hey, listen, everybody's starting to love you guys, too. You guys are about to finish your first season of the PowerPod Sports Pod. Uh, first time being fully on the air for a full hour of radio. Are you guys, do you, do you feel good? Do you feel like you're uh, you're stretched out? You know, you got warmed up and everything like that. You ready to go? Sunday fun day. That, We're ready to go. And that's right. Very and, professional. 
They're professional. And for those that are completely upset about this right now, don't worry. I see Randy and Tina out there in the hallway. They're they got their snacks. They're good. They're they're lazy. They really don't want to come in here till uh, till eleven o'clock anyway. So once they come in here, they'll uh, you'll get the same. Uh, oh my God, did you see below deck? Oh my God, did you see you, you, you'll, you'll you'll get all that stuff that that that, that you've come to love on the below um, deck is good. Oh, see, you will get it's all juicy. that right. I don't hate it. You, I don't you, hate it. You will get all of the <laughs> reality TV, celebrity news, and current events that you come to love. On the power of making, making us the number one Sunday talk show again in all of Athens, Georgia. Uh, so we were breaking through some of, or breaking down, not breaking through. We we're breaking down some of the uh, the other conference games that happened. Obviously, we talked about the playoff big news with uh, you know you've got uh, Alabama, Michigan, Georgia, and Cincinnati. Are there? They're your final four. We know that. I can. I think that we can. You know, kind of uh, rub our hands clean of that. We know that that's what happened now. But that didn't happen without some help there, because I think that the Big Twelve championship game was the best championship game of last week. Uh, Baylor obviously came in and took care of number five Oklahoma State. Uh, Dan, you and I were watching this game together. I I, I really thought that obviously we were hoping that the mm-hmm. SEC championship was going to be a better game. But I mean, what are your takeaways from that game right there? I mean, that that really. Maybe solidify Georgia making the playoff was because because if Oklahoma State wins that game, I don't think you say no to an undefeated Cincinnati. I think you have to take Georgia out of it. I mean, what do you think? Yeah, I think it definitely made the decision for the com- uh, the committee a lot easier. I think, and I but I do think they still would have kept Georgia in just because Alabama was ranked what three at the time. Um, it would have been a tough decision, but. I was rooting for Oklahoma State. I was rooting for Mike Gundy in the mullet. Like he, I wanted him to get over the the hump, and uh, you know he just fell short. I thought, thought that guy was going to get in the end zone that last round. I'm not sure how he didn't right. get in, but um, I feel bad. I feel bad for Oklahoma State. I always feel like they're the the redhead stepchild of Oklahoma, and they never get a chance. And this was their chance to make it in, and they didn't. It, it so I was really was. It. I mean, it, it just the games that they should win. You're like, oh, oh yeah, you know what? They should take care of that. And they just they just cough it up. The mullet magic just was not there, Alex Williams. I mean, right? I mean, what in the world? I mean, when you know that you have a chance to make it, you're you're ranked fifth. That All was one of those games when I was sitting there. I was like, man, am I glad I don't have anything invested in this game because that had to hurt. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that was. Oh gosh, yeah, I couldn't imagine. Uh, people and, and I'm loving these reactions on uh, on social media. By the way, of people that are losing to these spreads and everything like that, especially in these NFL games. These NFL mm-hmm. games, people have just been getting these completely wrong. They're like, all right, if this guy gets a, a Detroit victory or whatever, a Detroit Lions victory, he gets sixty thousand dollars. Then Detroit gets absolutely smashed. I'm like, oh my god, that guy paid ten thousand dollars for that ticket just to, <laughs> just to bet that. But that's a whole other story right there. So so you uh, you weren't happy about that, uh, Mike B. What I mean. I, I, you were you were starting to get into a little bit about Oklahoma State. I mean, so do you think that they would have gotten in had they won? Maybe if they won big, do you think they would have gotten into the college football playoff? Yeah, if if they won big, there would have been a very tough debate between the three, four, and that seed that Oklahoma State would have been definitely. But yeah. just got to see what the college football playoffs would have done. Most people would have been like, no Cincinnati put them in and leave Georgia up there. Because people want to see Georgia in the college football playoffs. They've earned that. Yeah, yeah. I was about to say, even if with Georgia's one loss, it was a tough one, I it's tough to see a scenario where you think, oh, Georgia goes from one to out of the playoffs mm-hmm. in one game. Right. Well, hey, again. Crazier things have you, happened. You, you, 
you they have. They're, they're, Oklahoma State fans weren't the only ones that were getting upset about things. Notre Dame fans thought that they had a shot to get in there, too. <laughs> they ended up uh, finishing, I believe, the five seed overall because Ohio State was the six seed. So mm-hmm. just to be knocking on the door, being number five on there, I mean, gosh, for the Notre Dame fans, I feel bad for them. But then I don't because they lost their coach because they wouldn't pay Brian Kelly. Brian Kelly leaves to go to LSU. Um, I, I wonder if that had a factor in the committee. I would certainly hope that not because it's based on the players, not the coach. But, I mean, for anybody else, do you think that Notre Dame should have been in this uh, in the Final Four here, Danzy? I'm not – no, because they lost to Cincinnati. So they right. did have their one loss. Yeah. And the, the team that beat them is in front of them. So they weren't going to jump Cincinnati. Or they, they don't deserve to. But I will say, I think I sent it to the group text – that was pretty cool seeing the new coach that was get awesome. announced oh to the God. team. Yes. Like, yeah, like um, Freeman. Yeah, I yeah. think he. I don't want to play Notre Dame if I was in a bowl game because I think they're going to come jacked up with the new coach. Like I think they're going to yep. put a whooping on him. And they play. know him. Yeah, like defensive he, coordinator. Yeah, yeah. They know him. They yeah. ready. Yeah, I think so exciting. too. I think it was a good hire. And, and Notre Dame. What are you guys doing? Pick a conference. Just do it. I was just about to say, join a conference, play a conference championship game, then we'll talk. I would love to see, because they play, I believe, five or six ACC games every year. Mm -hmm. I would love to see them join the ACC and have the big battle of Titans in the ACC, have Notre Dame and Clemson going at it almost every year like that. Because I know that this year was a down year for the ACC. You had Pitt and Wake. And uh, congratulations uh, to, uh, I I think, think, uh, Mike B. and Dan both picked Pitt. I picked Wake. In that game, which uh, you know, I, I, I put your put your pick spell down over there, sir. You know, you may win the regular season. He earned it. But what we're going to do next week here on the Power Pod is we are going to do another sports pod takeover. Where in the second hour, the eleven o'clock hour, we'll do a, just a bowl mania. We're going to pick as many bowls as we can. And uh, might be, you know, 2022 might be as favorable to you. So are you, are you getting nervous Ooh, over there? I'm being not the, nervous being the fixed about team? anything. I won the regular season. Okay. Okay. Hey, you know what, Nicole? Why don't you? Uh, why don't you go on and give the current standings right now? Just to let, just to let everyone, to let everyone know. Because again, you know, as the first sports podcast in the history of sports podcasts to start a pick segment. I think that we need to let everybody know because people have been waiting. You know, they've they've been waiting over uh, 30 minutes to get this uh, this info from them, right. and, and and this well, is your fault that you haven't mind, done it. For those of you maybe keeping track of games so far this football season, we also counted the Braves and six for the World Series. Too. Yes, we picked that. Yeah. So we're gonna start from last, Jared. Uh, bringing up the rear, 54 and 48. Hey, you know what? I'm, I'm over 500. 500. Hey, you know what? Thank, <laughs> thank, thank, you. thank, thank you. I get you that one. That's right. Alex Williams. Thank you, Sally. Oh, sorry. I stepped on Sally. Didn't mean to I really that. hate Nicole Bennett. Oh, no, see? No. <laughs> <laughs> Sally. Yeah. Don't, anyway. don't, don't Sally, st- turn your mic off. Baby. Yeah. Don't, don't off. step on Nicole there, okay? Don't step on Nicole. And uh, Nicole, don't step on Sally, okay? You know, so both you guys. Easy. Easy. Okay? All right? We okay. don't want to have any fights going on in the studio. So, obviously, I'm in last place. Who's in third place? All right. Well, uh, not in third. Fourth, We've fourth got place, fourth. Alex Williams, 63 and 44. Dan Z is in third, 65 and 42. Right. I am in second, 68 and 39. Whoa. And the Picks King, 74 and 33. Mike B is my favorite. Whoa, Sally. Stop. Thank you, Sally. Thank you, you cannot so be so biased on this show. It really is. It's rigged, right? You know, every time I... You know, I hold this belt up humbly. <laughs> <laughs> Who'd you pay, Mike B? Who'd you pay? Did you pay I Sally? didn't pay anybody. 
You know what? Uh, congratulations for getting the regular season title here on Just the Power Five. Like regular season right. title. And and, uh, and and don't. And, right. I might have to get a second <laughs> during the ball game. You know? Wow, that was quick Whoa. right there. Oh, oh my goodness. We're celebrating regular season title. Hang the banner. Yeah, amount of shade going on in this room. Had so, to. So, uh, so luckily. Luckily, what we will do, guys, is uh, next week. So there's no picks this week, which makes Sally very mad. The pick is. I in. know, Sally. I know. I know. I know. Well, don't worry. We're gonna do picks next week. We're gonna do, do a Falcons playing big bowl mania. Uh, they are playing the Carolina Panthers in Charlotte. So, oh, okay. uh, so uh, <laughs> hey, you know, flip they, a coin. Anything could happen, right? Yeah, both, the flip a coin. Bo- 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 <laughs> both teams are bad. Both teams are pretty bad this year. But hey, hey, you know, you never know. So what we'll do is we will, uh, we will definitely do all of our picks next week. I wanted to jump through a couple more of the games that ended up. You know, becoming the big determining factor for the playoff here. Um, I, you know, we we talked a little bit on Friday night about uh, the the collapse of Oregon. Oregon did not have a shot to make the college football oh playoff. My gosh. But I, how how do you lose to the same team twice in three weeks? I, I think mean, it that, was the head coach. Uh, that's my theory. Yeah, because I he, he ended was... up going to Miami, correct? correct. So that's yep. uh, yeah. So I guess yeah, maybe they they were checked out, but that's just bad coaching right there. I mean. You, you should be able to make the adjustments to be competitive in the next game. I mean, mm. I, which props to the Pac-12 for actually having their game on Friday. The fact that there were so many games on at the same time, I'm like, oh my gosh, okay, so I have to jump from this one to this one. And you're, by, by after a while, your eyes just start crossing, having to watch all the dang games at one time. Mm-hmm. So I was happy that they actually did it at that time. But do you think that Oregon ends up taking a big step back because of the uh, of this uh, obviously this coach change? And also, how in the world was Miami able to pull? This guy from Oregon. What do you think here, Mike? You've got those ties to the U. You you like the U a lot. So what's what's going on down there? No ties to the U. This is got a, the culture. You got to figure out how to get Miami back to what Miami used to be. But of course, I don't believe in going to the past. You want to enhance Miami. So we got to bring in somebody that's going to get the recruitment up and bring those alum back. I you, when you get those alum, it's somebody the alum on the field. That, that just brings that fire up. Like, you, you need more than just Ed Reed down there. Like, where's Ray Lewis? Get 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 somebody like Ray Lewis on the sideline. Uh, yeah. You grad, uh, you legend, and watch the change of those kids. But you got to have a great coach. Got to have a great coach. No props to Utah, though. And you're going to give Utah any credit in that game. I, I said what I said about Utah. I told y'all twice, <laughs> twice with Utah and, and the Ducks. I said what I said about the Utes. But I was running on them because of uh, – um, I'm a big advocate for gun control and, and gun violence with those two players that's been killed oh, on the yeah. team. Right. So I've just been kind of following the team because they were those, those young men, running back and a defensive back, they were best friends, grew up in Texas. And year two, one year after the other, uh, they were both uh, subjects to that. Horrible. So with the youths, I was just following to see, hey, what they're going to do. And like you said, Oregon. Uh, you, you, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, you kind of like Georgia. You got to learn from your mistakes when you play in a team like that. Absolutely. You got to learn from your mistakes. And you cannot play them the exact same way and expect to win. Yeah, it's like we're going to play, we're going to use our game plan over and over again, which doesn't uh, work. Clearly did not work in there this case. There was no home field advantage for neither team, but at the same time, right. I mean, the, in Vegas. Utes is on the road. I mean, they closer. <laughs> Utah definitely yeah. closer to Vegas, but they're on the road. They're on the road. Right. They, they're not looking for a national championship right now. They're just trying to win. I, I don't understand the Ducks this season. Uh, Dan, I see you, you're getting fired up about oh, this no. game here. I, I do think it's a good hire by Miami. He he played there, and he has a, his mom's from there. I think she's like a she's from Cuba. So, like, he has ties oh, to even Miami. Better. So, like, right. he, even he's born and raised there. He played at Miami. So, I think they're bringing the guy back in. So, I think that's really good. Cuban uh, food. Let me tell you yeah. something. <laughs> Delicious. <laughs> Delicious. Delicious. Uh, <laughs> 
But I guess maybe in my head, I just keep thinking of like Oregon is still the Chip Kelly Oregon. Like they actually have an offense that can score. And I just keep picking them. But they put up 10 points and have 220 yards. So it's just like Utah back-to-back game just shut them down and ran the ball down their throat. I don't know. I keep living in this world where Utah or Oregon used to be good. And maybe so Chip like Kelly goes back. Chip Kelly, give me maybe he, maybe yeah. he does go back. But you know what? Yeah. If you're a Georgia fan out there, learn from Oregon. If you get another shot at Alabama coming up here, change your game plan because coaches that do that, they're like, we're going to run our game plan the entire time. Before you know it, you're playing the other coach's game mm-hmm. and it's over like that. If you get into the second quarter and you realize, oh crap, I'm playing his game like that, then then it's over for you. So I hope that for any of the Georgia fans out there that they can learn from that game that in the in the Pac-12 because I for sure thought that, that was going to be competitive. Uh, Alex, what did you think of that Pac-12 championship? Uh, like Dan said, I, I keep picking Oregon and I don't Mm. There's mm. what? Mm. Why? Mm. Uh, why? <laughs> why? Three times I lost. Now, and, and I was just thinking to myself, who is a bigger downfall from, from year to year going forward right now? Oregon or a team like Clemson, who thinks it's going to be this powerhouse ACC? They just lost their coach to, um, where did he go? Not, well, not Dabo, but uh, the D coordinator. Yeah, D coordinator went to uh, Oklahoma. Um, yeah, Brent Denables or Denables. Yeah. So, um, and they're AD. That, yeah. Dabo leaves. So people are jumping shit. <laughs> Raiders. Clemson, Raiders. Oregon. Um, but yeah, I, I'm with Dan. I don't, why do I keep picking Oregon thinking they're going to be this Chip Kelly team when and they're again, clearly not? And again, yeah. I know most people out here in Athens, we, we get it. We're always like, you know, it's it's SEC through and through. But the curiosity of these other, other conferences should shine through a little bit. I think the Big Ten is obviously the second best conference going into this thing, hands down. The, the SEC first with the two playoff teams, obviously. Then the Big Ten is hands down the from top to bottom, the next best conference. And I would say you you could make an argument that the Big 12, ACC, and Pac-12 are all kind of fighting for that third slot right there. Mm-hmm. So that's why I, I, I'm genuinely curious about why a team like Oregon that was massively favored had it, their own chance to walk into the college football playoff. I mean, they all they had to do was win those last couple of games, and they would have been do-do-do-do-do. They would have gotten in there, and there would have been controversy. We would have been talking about it on this show right now about oh, yeah. Oregon doesn't play anybody, or they beat Utah. We would have been saying those exact words on these airwaves now. Mm-hmm. But, the, again, when you have the uh, the, can, the the yellow brick road laid out for you like that, and you stray off the trail and you don't get it, I mean, come on, Oregon. You know When it's all laid out for you, you got to make it happen for you. Uh, now I wanted to jump over to the uh, obviously the I was really fascinated with the Big Ten blowout that happened. Michigan, you know, making it making it into the playoff that was great, but I did not expect it to be a blowout like that. Nicole Bennett, you have those ties to Michigan. Tell me why that happened. What? what oh what, my what gosh! I mean, I I honestly can't tell you. I couldn't believe it either. I don't think my dad. We were texting about it. He's a big Michigan fan. He's from there. Um, we couldn't believe it. You know, what was really cool is they were all wearing those patches in honor of the high schooler who was killed in the Oxford shooting. And he was number 42 on his high school team. And they won with 42 points. And I remember hearing Jim Harbaugh talk about that. And I just thought that was so cool. It gave me chills. Um, but I honestly don't know how. Um, I mean, other than maybe some kind of miracle. But, it, I mean, they looked great. I'm a little terrified for our game against them now. But I'm hopeful. And... Uh, I agree with you guys. I think we're two very similar teams watching them play. It's uh, it, we've got to stop the run and our, our defense has to step up because we know their defense is going to come to play. They look so good. Now you so have good. a unique perspective because again, your family all went to Michigan. 
You're the Georgia grad in the family. Are you the only Georgia grad in your family, or did your mom go to Georgia too? I am the only Georgia. You're grad. the only Georgia grad, so you're a uh, you're you're, 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 no you're, a, you're a lone dog in this case, a lone dog. Uh, I really am. If if Kirby Smart's listening right now, what uh, inside information would you give him about the oh, uh, Wolverine? So that way, you know, he could you know plan. Let's let's just say, I mean, you know, Kirby, you know, he's probably driving around. He's you know, taking in things. You know, we got the, the all the kids right now are, are finishing up their exams and everything like that. You know, he's probably you know looking for some advice out there, and maybe Nicole Bennett because you know you have the family ties to Michigan. You are a UGA alum. Maybe you can provide some insight that Kirby could, could use uh, going into this game in a couple oh, weeks. Oh gosh, well we've talked about it a lot already. Where you just have to, I think you've got to stop the run. It's Corum, I think, on Michigan number two. He's incredible. Um, and our defense looked really tired, especially by the end of the game against Bama. We have got to fix that. We've, like you said, we've got to make adjustments and maybe come totally reinvigorated some new plays. Um, but what about, about a cheat Michigan? code there, Nicole? That's that's what I'm trying to do. Like, I mean, again, if, if Kirby were listening right now, like what? He's like, listening. Like, like, He's like, listening. What, like what's what specifically would you would you tell uh, Coach Smart right now? What would you tell him? Would you be like, uh, all right, hey, you know, the left guard's kind of weak right now. You got to yeah, run the left I'd side. Single out quorum for sure. Okay. Number two. Um, obviously they've got the Heisman contender, Aiden Hutchinson. So be really weary of him. Uh, our offensive line's got to step it up. Um, I would say those are the two players that scare me the most, because like you guys were saying, I don't think McNamara, he's above average, but I think they're, they're more about the run. So that's what we need to stop. So focus on that. And I mean, you know, it's warm temperatures, so we've got that advantage over Michigan. Oh, gosh. And Nicole always with the weather forecast there. Thank you very much for that uh, that expert analysis from Nicole Bennett. When we Thank come you. back, guys, I, I love this uh, sports pod takeover. You, you guys prepared to do it next week? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. We'll, All say, right. we'll say some goodbyes and make, they get breakfast. Make, some, make some outrageous picks when we come back on the Power Pod Sports Pod Takeover. I stopped the no Oh my goodness, I cannot believe that there's only one more segment left of the Power Pod Sports Pod Takeover. But uh, thankfully, fellas and ladies, uh, we will be doing this again next week in the 11 o'clock hour as well, as we'll be doing all of our College Bowl predictions in next week's show as well. So, But I, what I wanted to do is we got uh, Nicole's cheat code for uh, for Kirby Smart there. So uh, Dan Z, you know, being from the, you know, being an avid watcher of the Big Ten, an Ohio State grad, you probably could offer Kirby some advice here too, you know, when it comes to playing Michigan. So what, what's your advice for Kirby uh, going into uh, the preparation process for the next couple weeks? I think it was said before, don't get thirsty. Don't be thirsty. Yeah. <laughs> Got way too thirsty last week. That's what happened. Uh, I think you may see a little JT in the game against Michigan. Maybe get him in the Wait, mix. Did you just call bit. him little, or are you just saying or you might oh, see like, a little? little like, he'll play some. Oh, like, okay, some okay. I was about to say, wow, don't you call <laughs> JT yeah. like that? No, like you're going to see him play like a <laughs> few drives. I think they'll like, get him in the me. offense a little bit and like maybe see some drives with him in there just to like mix it up, get get some playing time to get in the rhythm because I think he, they may need him against Bama. But I do think uh, UJ is going to win that one. I don't know if we're giving our picks. But. Whoa, okay. You know what? Yeah. I was going to yeah. give you some time until next I'm Team Nicole, sit down, Sally. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> hey, you know what? Wow. Dan Z. He picked Ohio State. Wow. Gross. <laughs> See, so this is... I can take it. Uh, hey, Sally. <laughs> wow. Sally obviously has favorites and uh, 
people. I guess Alex, uh, you and me, she's just kind of, eh, you know, we're, we're meh to her. Yeah, but uh, obviously, you know, <laughs> Mike B is my favorite. She has obviously made hey, her made hey. her favorites known. Uh, Alex, what do you think that uh, uh, Georgia needs to do to get ready for Michigan? Real quick, uh, I think they need to be able to make adjustments, uh, which they did not do against Georgia. That's always been a big thing for Alabama, as they've been a good halftime adjustment team. Uh, and don't play conservative. They got to be able to sling the ball. They got to be able to get some guys downfield. So. Um, I think that's that's going to do it. Make make some adjustments and don't play conservative. Now you again, you have a kind of a unique take too because you've watched probably every snap of every Alabama football game. So what would be your cheat code you would give to uh, Kirby Smart to beat Saban? Oh, you got to be able to get to the quarterback. Okay, all right. So just just uh, pass yeah. rush right there. That, that, you that, that's to, your you cheat code. Be able to, they, their line looked terrible all year, and they just made Georgia look awful. Yeah, but come on, just like does Saban have like a little tick or something like that? Like oh, you know, if you, if you like maybe if Kirby like uh, maybe he wears like reflective Listen, sunglasses eats, or something uh, like he that. He eats two oatmeal cream pies and a cup of coffee every morning for breakfast. So if they can get somebody in that locker room, steal his oatmeal cream pies, it's game over. Okay, all right. There we go. So Ooh, we, we, like we got it. We got an Alex Williams exclusive Alabama cheat code for Georgia to win potentially in the national championship. Mike B, real quick, what are the keys for uh for these next couple weeks preparation wise? Hey, Georgia, change your mindset because you can go in and win. You are a a Titan, you are an elite team, and uh, Kirby, let them coordinators do what they do. Let them have it. Let them do what Absolutely. they do. Absolutely. Let them let them do what they do. This is a great football team. I have to kind of stand back a little bit. It may not be the best Georgia team I've seen in my lifetime now, but they can damn well finish the job. They're yeah. still there. There's still an opportunity for it. I love having all of you guys on this. We'll do it all again next week in the 11 o'clock hour. But in the meantime, I see Randy, I see Tina. They're literally, they're like, they need their airtime, guys. So here they go. So, here's so, over. so when we come back, don't you worry. We'll get all the reality news, all the current events, all the stuff that you've come to be used to here on the Power Pod. But uh, thanks for playing with us here on the Power Pod sports pod every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer put lifelock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss plus with a u.s-based restoration specialist on your team you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.